With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden archaeology. Forgotten history. Divination. Magic. Cryptozoology. UFOs. Nature. Science. And spirit. All this and more, right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Hello. Sorry, the song was a little funny and slow with a new host, a new show with Reverend Trish Hall, The Art of Living Spiritually. My name is Daniel Michael, the founder, co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network. And to start off, 
I would just say, instead of me saying something, I would just welcome our new host. I won't always be here coasting with her, but I'm just saying that But for now, uh, as she begins. So welcome, uh, Reverend Trish. How are you this evening? I am just fine, and um, I am so delighted that we are trying you know, going about this brand new way of being present in the whole region. Um, it's fascinating technology, and I am such a neophyte. It's going to be great fun learning. So um, this evening, uh, we're going to talk about uh, a different aspect of spirituality than a lot of people may think, and that is we're going to look at the teachers that are in the world that sometimes aren't labeled teachers. There's an old saying that says that people come into our lives for a reason, a season, uh, or and or a lifetime. And tonight we're going to focus on people coming into our lives specifically as for a reason. And in this case, the one that I'm targeting is Donald Trump. And a lot of people think, how on earth could I possibly associate Donald Trump and being a spiritual teacher? But in our family, in my own family, there was a silly saying about if you can't be a shining example, you can always be a horrible warning. And so that was what got me started on this, what what is he there to teach us? What can we learn from his behavior and from his um, outspokenness? So I'm going to look at such things as how is he demonstrating or how has he demonstrated things in our lives? And it's real easy to suddenly get into criticizing and saying he this, he that. And instead of going in the direction of criticizing, how is it that we can look at his behaviors? Mahatma Gandhi said many, many, many years ago that if there is something present in the universe and going on on our planet, that the seed for it is in ourselves. And when I look personally at uh, some of Donald Trump's behaviors, I think, where is the seed for that in me? And because the Mahatma's, uh, the Mahatma's approach was, if there is any place in us, for instance, for violence, then there is a capacity in the world to be violent. If there is a place of hatred in any of us, there is the capacity in the world for hatred to be pervasive. So when looking at some of the behaviors that are demonstrated by Mr. Trump, I think, oh, but that's not me. I wouldn't do that. And then, of course, we get to look in depth at what is it, uh, where is it, how is it perhaps showing up in each of us? And so I had, came up with a bunch of questions. Because, for instance, he says that he wants to build a wall from the Pacific Ocean to the Gulf of Mexico to keep Mexicans out 
out of this country from infiltrating, and that was his word, America and corrupting us somehow. And the, the then question for what's going on inside of each of us is have we ever built walls? Have we ever built emotional, physical, uh, or psychological walls against people we have feared? Perhaps we're afraid they're going to encroach on it. A lot of times you hear people using the word boundaries. Well, a boundary is another for a wall. And so are the boundaries fear-based? Are the boundaries based in are the boundaries even, do they even have a foundation? Or are they built on our fears and stories about some event that happened? Is it perhaps that we're not in a place of wholeness and knowing the truth of our being as spiritual beings engaged in this human experience? So, are we doubting our own divinity? Are we doubting our own wholeness that makes it necessary for us to put up those walls? And uh, another one that uh, comes up right away is all of his statements about banning, banning Muslims, banning whatever. And there again, like with the boundaries, with the physical, emotional, or or psychological walls, How many times have we judged somebody based on appearance? And I'm saying that a whole lot of us that are on the spiritual path say, oh, no, we don't judge anyone because of race or orientation or things like that. How many times, and this is not expecting somebody to answer, this is only asking each individual to ask their own question. How many times have you judged somebody because they, quote, looked violent or looked like they were so needy they might be a thief or any other judgments that we may have put on them without ever getting to know them, without ever even making eye contact, without ever taking a breath and a moment in order to truly see them and really hear them. I have others, uh, such as any time that, uh, because, of course, he has gotten known for calling people, um, for slurring women, uh, particularly women who are overweight, uh, with various derogatory remarks. That one leaves it open to how many times have we either agreed with somebody tolerated something that's being said uh, that's derogatory or maybe even spoken, uh, used a slang term or something for somebody based on their situation. Uh, I don't know if we have any callers that have questions, but uh, uh, we can invite that and then I can go on with some other examples. Um, So I, I, Daniel, how do we open it up for the possibility that somebody else might want to speak? Um, well, first of all, if the caller's there, if they press one, it means they want to speak to the host. If not, it means you're just listening. 
Okay. Uh, it would be a little icon next to their microphone that would it'd be a little yellow icon. So right oh, now the callers good. that are here, and there are some here, there's some folks here, but their icons are not up to, to ask a question. Uh, it'd be a little yellow thing next to the red mic. So everybody gets in on the learning curve right along with me. Now I'm, I'm much wiser than I was just a moment ago. So I went <clears> along with some other other examples until somebody presses one if they want to ask a question or participate in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of the next ones that occurred to me as I was listening to Mr. Trump and as I was doing the self-reflection and being the observer instead of the critic is very often it seems that he has denied or twisted or distorted facts to serve his own purposes. And what occurred to me on that one is how many times have I selectively um, reported? I know as a little kid, for especially as a little kid, I would tell the truth. I wouldn't tell the whole truth. And I think that I wasn't alone as a little kid, and I also think I am not alone as an adult, where, yes, the truth was spoken, but it was only a partial truth that was deliberately designed to lean in the direction that I wanted things to go, where I uh, just sort of ignored the rest of the information. And... Uh, One of the things that we hold to in Centers for Spiritual Living is to live by some guiding principles. And one of those, to speak the truth about someone or don't speak at all. So if if somebody comes to us with gossip, what I like to have people do or what I suggest they do is simply state, well, that isn't my experience of that person. Well, that's a true statement because no one has exactly the same experience. But by saying that, instead of engaging in gossip or in untruths or even spreading rumors or anything like that, is it stops the conversation right there because it is not ours to, um, to further gossip further rumors. So uh, not only do we suggest that we never make up stories about other people, uh, which is one of the things that, of course, Mr. Trump has demonstrated. So then also another one that is so common and uh, is if, if we're in a conversation with somebody, now, Donald Trump has demonstrated his expert ability to interrupt or and to interrupt either by word or by by uh, by gesture or by body language. And so the question that then comes back to us as spiritual beings engaged in this human experience in this physical world is how many times have we done something else? while supposedly engaging in a conversation. Now, in the era of cell phones and all the rest of our electronic toys, 
how often have we been distracted and we have not been mindfully present with someone else? How often have we been thinking about what we want to say next instead of listening to what they are saying now? How often have we engaged in distraction or allowed our minds to wander away from the subject and away from the person that we're with? And somebody may say, well, that's just being rude. Well, yes, it's being rude or yes, it's being distracted. But how can we possibly hope to bring about such things as world peace if we do not give one another the courtesy of simply being present with them, of listening to what they have to say? Is our agenda really that much more important than their agenda? And I think our agenda is then deficient if we don't engage in being fully present because how can we know what's going on for them? So uh, another one that we can look at, of course, is how many times have we... There is a caller here. Someone is calling. Okay. I don't... On my board, there is no little... Yeah, the little question mark. See that? Three one oh, O's. Okay, good. Good. The little question mark means that they're in the host queue. Oh, that wasn't what I thought you said was what I should look used at. To be, they change all the time. It used to be yellow, but it's Oh, good. Okay. Well, great. Thank you for looking at that. I was looking at my notes for what I was going to say next. So, uh, well, we'll welcome that caller. Oh, well. Hello, this is uh, Jason. How are you, Reverend Trish? I am just fine. Wonderful. Um, I I have a particular question for you. Um, So a lot of folks say that they really admire uh, Donald Trump because he's being authentic and he's not being politically correct. So I I wanted to know what's the balance between um, being your authentic self uh, and still – uh, uh, working to make this a world for everyone. I mean, what's the balance there? So I'll take my question off the air. Okay. okay. Thank you, three one. Okay, thank you. Uh, and it's um, that's a great question because uh, many, many people, uh, even in the spiritual communities, or perhaps especially in the spiritual communities, are uh, value authenticity and that authenticity is uh, is admirable however if authenticity is done in by damaging or uh or harming someone else then that doesn't work at least for me that doesn't work at all because my basic tenant the basic tenant for centers for spiritual living and our center, uh, the CSL Metro, and, uh, is to be kind and respectful no matter what. And when we are kind and respectful, we can be authentic. We can say what we believe. We can take a stand 
for or against something, but we don't have to do it at the expense of someone else or by damaging or being derogatory towards someone else. And that, when you asked what is the balance, the balance is you can speak your speak your peace without intending to damage someone else. Also, you can speak your peace without engaging in uh, riot mongering or in stirring people to less than their best. I would like to think that we call people to take a stand for what they believe in and do so fully and completely respecting other people. So I hope that responds to your question about balance. And and just if I could interject, uh, and you're right, because, you know, surely I'm not voting for Trump. I'm not necessarily all that fond of the other, other person either, but... The idea is, of course, I also have family members that are voting for both, and I don't disrespect them as as humans. I might disagree with their opinions, you know, but I don't need Mm -hmm. to belittle them to make my opinion more valid. That's most definitely uh, the stance, and that is uh, I do not need to put them down to build me up. Right. I I can respect them and respect the fact that they hold a very different view than mine, but that does not ask of me that I uh, in any way speak out against or damage them. And so, Daniel, is the fact that the question, Mark, is by Jason's phone number, uh, is that, does that mean he's asking again to be? Oh, I don't know. He just said he would take the answer off air. So I just turned him up. Okay, you can turn it back on. So I uh, don't have any other questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I okay. said he would take the answer off air. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank you, Jason. Okay. So um, going on with uh, how it is that we can be in the world, personally, I have a passion for peace. And so in this idea of being kind and respectful, there are a lot of people in this world that I don't agree with. I do not in any way claim to agree with a lot of people. And I know that there are a lot of people who don't agree with me. That when I declare that we are we are one with everyone that we like and we're one with everybody we don't like as well because all there is is that one connection. Uh, that when we say we are spiritual beings, that we are one, we are united at the cellular essence, essential level with all other expressions. That doesn't mean we have to agree with them. But if we are to achieve world peace, which, as I say, is my passion, then we must do it on a platform of being considerate and respectful. We don't have to like them. We don't have to agree with them. But we do have to be respectful in order to achieve any sort of connection and bring about peace. So... 
so when we so when anyone and I'll shift it away from uh Mr. Trump, he has been an excellent teacher for all of us to do introspection to look at what we are thinking, look at how we are carrying, as Gandhi said, a seed of violence or a seed of uh cruelty or a seed of meanness or whatever. What is in each of us? Because we have to do our own internal work, our own closet cleaning, in order to come to a place that we truly can speak our truth and that we can do it even respectfully, even being respectful of Mr. Trump. But within our own circles of people, whether they're coworkers, whether they're people we meet by chance, Always dropping back to that. People come into our life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. When they come into our lives for a reason, they are our teachers. And the person that um, cuts us off on the freeway or flips us off on the freeway, that person is demonstrating to us a way of behavior. We are at choice as to whether we we join them in that behavior or whether we hold ourselves to a different standard. And if we hold ourselves to a different standard, then what is our choice? How do we make the choice of how we're going to show up, how we're going to be in the world? Are we a catalyst for peace? Are we a catalyst for positive change or are we opting to go in a direction that is destructive? I find within me there is no justification for engaging in destructive behaviors. I just don't. And so um, I like to call into my circles people who share my view. And I find equality and respect for those that disagree that may speak out quite loudly against my beliefs and I respect them and I honor them and I believe that they have every right to have that opinion but they do not in my opinion have the right to do it by demeaning and harming and hurting other people I think that's totally unnecessary so Daniel do you have any comment or question. You've been so good when I've been your guest on the show. Uh, I'm very grateful for your insights. I would say a lot of it can can be flipped um, internally as well. You can just be strong within yourself. And when you're strong within yourself, the idea of having to knock someone down when you're not in actual combat (laughs) um, is is a very powerful revelation, meaning I don't really need to bring you down for me to be stronger because I'm already, I'm willing to listen and learn, but there's, of course, there's certain positions. I think we all have certain opinions of, you know, there's probably a couple of issues that you'll probably never bend on, right? <laughs> and, and Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm willing to be flexible and listen, but I'm strong within myself. I'm not going to be taken in too quickly by a, a conspiracy theory or by anything that's trying to make me afraid, for example. I don't believe fear is a good place to start, which I think is a huge part of this conversation in a way, too, because a lot of people, justifiably and understandably so, 
go into their political positions with a lot of fear. I usually am oh. just more logical. I'm a bit more result-based. Uh, there's certain things I don't like. Uh, but I the fear factor it. is huge. It, it really is, and it can't be really, I guess, over and it means a lot because people, they take it in, they internalize it and go, oh, you know, something's being taken from me. I, I better listen to this guy or girl or whoever it is. Yeah. I think you hit on it so uh, so perfectly because if you look at every one of the behaviors that we all observe, whether it's building a wall or banning a Muslim or demeaning somebody else based on their appearance or altering uh, or altering facts, those are all fear reactions. And fear, alas, is contagious. And so, like you say, being strong is how we can how we can stand with what doesn't look right to us, how we can, how we can difference. And so I want in our last few moments to make sure to invite everyone to join us on Sunday mornings. On Sunday mornings at the Arlington Art Center, we have a message and we have great music. Uh, the Art Center is at 3550 Wilson Boulevard. Our website is Metro. Org and uh, information about the services and, and also we hold a monthly meditation dedicated to peace and that is with Tibetan uh, singing bowls and uh, the address for that location is also on the website. So I think we are very close to the end of our time. Yep, 30, so about 30 seconds left. <laughs> Yeah, so I am so grateful to everyone who came on the call, and I am. We're done, I think. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, and you'll be back. You're going to start off doing like a once a month show, right? Something like that. Now I will. What what we are talking about doing, and we will get the word out, is doing a week weekly thirty minute show. Okay, that's good. So, Hey, we're coming down. It's like two seconds. Have a good evening. <laughs> Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.